What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's never gifted me bugs. No, her gift to me is that she's the one who kills the bugs. (laughs) It's the one and only exterminator, Teresa. (laughs) Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Oh, and I thank you every time you take care of a bug for me. Yeah, I hate bugs. I truly do. You know what bugs I hate the most after cockroaches? Ooh, beetles. Yes. You know why? Because in Czech, growing up in Czech, they always come out in the summer and they keep bumping into you. You keep keep getting hit by them. They're so big. It's so annoying. I'm okay with... I'm okay with beetles. Don't love the Rolling Stones, but I, <laughs> I no, I, I, I'm not a spider fan. I despise spiders. I don't mind spiders. Obviously, I hate mosquitoes because I'm allergic and yeah. they always mess me up and I get itchy. But you know what bugs I also don't like? And everyone likes them. I keep expecting you to say, you know what bugs me? But okay, <laughs> go ahead. I hate the bugs that are like red with the little dots. Ladybugs? Yes. Mm. I don't, don't hate like them. Lot. Don't like them. And what I don't like even more, butterflies. Hate butterflies. How about caterpillars? No, they're kind of cute. You know, caterpillars turn into. I know, but ca- caterpillars are kind of cute. They're like little, little oh, yeah. worms, right? There's a whole little. There's a whole book about a caterpillar. The hungry caterpillar. Oh yeah, the hungry, hungry cali- <laughs> caterpillar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just butterflies freak me out. You're so. Colorful and your your wings are so weird, such a weird texture. Uh-huh. What are you What are you doing? Oh boy, I hope you have no butterflies listening to this podcast. Well, I do like bees, <laughs> but just you like because they it. produce honey, and I love honey. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I don't like bumblebees, so too big. All right. Well, I think I think I'm done with. Uh, are you done my with, with rat- bugs? The segment. <laughs> yeah, my rant about bugs. Insects. The segment. Yeah, you. But for all all you hate and all you love, you do take care of. You take care of the house. If we ever come across a roach or a spider, you are you're on it. Well, my problem with spiders is that I don't kill them. It's bad luck. Oh. And I like. I always feel like if I drop them alive to the toilet and then flush them, yeah. I didn't kill them. They may or may not swim. Okay. That's my, that's my kind of like go around yeah. killing them. I flush them hoping they can swim. Got it. All right. Well, Staller, big fan of bugs. I don't understand. She's like, I'm a, I'm a city person. I love the city. She's a bug person. You think she would love the country. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think she loves the city, but like she loves observing the bugs in the city park. Yeah, is that where she went when we saw her bug? I don't know. I mean, it looked like she's somewhere outdoors, but probably around the city. Yeah, I would say city bugs are, those are not the bugs you want to interact with. No, city bugs are the cockroaches, are the the red thingy with the dots. Ladybug, I don't know what you have against ladybugs. I'll take a ladybug. They freak me out. They're they're beetlesque. I'll give you that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but oh. the country, those are the bugs you want to roll around with. That's true. Yeah, don't like any of them. I'll just be honest. Well, thank besides you. the besides the bees. Yeah, thank you for stepping up and confronting your fears because I think I'm a little more fearful than you are. Yes, you are. We told the story when when you came home from work one day in the city, and I was standing on the couch with a New Yorker in my hand because. I yeah. saw a roach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you came not a moment too soon. Yeah, that was the one that the roach took off and started flying, remember? Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> that right. was something else, guys. All right. We'll talk about all that and more. Before we do, real quick, the business. We're on Supercast. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. Having a lot of fun over there on the premium feeds because we're covering 90 Day the Other Way. Yes. And <laughs> what a season. <laughs> Theresa. So far, so amazing. Am I right? So far, so out of control. If you want to hear our recaps of the other way, and I say you, you, you probably do. You, I think you do. I if you, you guys do. like this, you probably <laughs> will love the other way too. And you'll get us unfiltered on the premium feed. So if you're into that Patreon and Supercast, we're doing a seven-day free trial right now. It's not We're not going to do that for much longer. Let me just say that because All right. I think some of you guys, you might be waiting towards the end of the season. You go, I'm going to get the seven-day free trial then and just binge all the episodes. Well, no, we, we will not allow that. <laughs> we are, we're, we're ahead of that, okay? We're ahead of you guys. So. I put it to Jonas. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about it. But for now, seven-day free trial, that will probably come to an end in the next week or so. Yes, and I just wanted to add something, guys. I kind of... I haven't been very responsive on Instagram this week. The reason why is like my Instagram was down for like three days. I could not get it going. And apparently there were some outages. Mm -hmm. John was out of town, but he's not the social media president. So if you, if I took three days to respond to you, I wasn't ignoring. I literally couldn't go on Instagram. So yeah, any posting that was John, but any social media responding, that's me, and that had to wait. So I'm sorry, guys. What a good lead-in. We are on Instagram. We are on Instagram. <laughs> this, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> despite Teresa's outage, we are on Instagram, at MarriedThroughOutyPod, where you can message us, and Teresa will now respond in a timely manner. We also share updates and scheduling, and once in a while, we come up with a meme, and we post it there. So if you're not following us on Instagram or threads, you should, at MarriedThroughOutyPod. Yes. Also, <laughs> make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it. It's hot. It's Dempsey's tiny home. Because it's very cute. Okay. Tiny homes are very popular. Well, that, well, let's save it for the main part of, All right. of the episode because I always forget to mention, but on Patreon, on Supercast, it's ad-free, it's yeah. housekeeping free, and so I don't want to bury anything interesting in, in here for our friends on the premium feeds who won't listen, but remind me, let's talk about that. So yes, smash like it's as hot as a tiny home. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love. And if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast, the B90 podcast, the Monday podcast, the one yes. you're listening to right now. I have a review. I would love to read. Ooh, share. I hope it's good. I wouldn't <laughs> read it if it wasn't, Teresa. This one comes to us from our friend, 90 Days Steph. Hello, 90 Days Steph. Five stars titled Best Podcast Heart Emoji. Ooh. Love, 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 John and Teresa. Can we talk about outfits the segment? Shaquille's <laughs> suit on the after party was fire. So 90 Day Steph all also apparently a maths Steph because I think she is referring to uh, several weeks ago. Again, we're backlogged on the reviews. Several weeks ago, the, the after party with Shaquille. Even though you aren't doing a podcast this week, oh, because you're in check. Wow, this must be very old. You are still the best podcast out there. Love you guys so much and wait impatiently every day for a new show. Keep up the great work. 90 Day Stuff. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. And Shaquille always dressed sharp, minus the minus, decision day. Minus. <laughs> it's like WTF. You really want to get a divorce, right? 
bad decision on decision. Yeah, but he he is a sharp dresser, so not very surprised there. But thank you for all the love and the great review. Thank you, Steph. And if you haven't left one, be like Steph. Leave us a review. We'll read it. Yes. On the pod. All right. That's the business. Should we do it? Before we get into the, the main episode, should we do a little 90 day by the way? Let's do it. A couple quickies. All right, Teresa. All right, Jonathan. I, I thought we had a couple of big news weeks the past couple of weeks. It was a slower news week. All right. This week. But number one, Las Vegas has a new 90-day resident. Ooh. Any guesses? I mean, I know Larissa moved there a while ago. Larissa's living there. Any other guesses? Well, who else? How recent is the 90-dayer? Um, it's it, They're still in our world. They're still in our world. Or will be shortly. That's a big hint. Shortly? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying we're not currently seeing them on our screen, but we will very oh. shortly. Hint, hint. Uh, Libby and Andre. No. You think they moved to Vegas? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big Fred? No. All right. That's three strikes. You're out. The newest well, 90 We're talking day. about two strikes. I said, said I know about Larissa. Okay. I wasn't one, guessing Larissa. One more, Teresa. One more. Angela. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she would last in that sun. <laughs> she would be like, <laughs> She needs a little humidity. Yeah, but I think she would love all the casinos. Uh, she would, oh, all she the would fit, fun. fit right in. No. You can smoke inside. No. But Angela will be on 90 Day the Last Resort. So will this person, Asuelu. Oh, wait, he's moving to Vegas? He lives in Vegas. What about Kalani? She lives in California. So Asuela was recently on an Instagram live and someone asked, oh, where are you living? He said Vegas. Okay. We know Kalani lives in California. There's been plenty of rumors about Kalani dating a new guy. Okay. I think his name is Dallas. Nothing has been confirmed. My guess, not, not really a stretch of the imagination here, they've signed... Uh, non-disclosure, they're going to be on The Last Resort. They probably can't confirm, but yeah. I'm sure they've split up. It seems yeah. like, I- I'm guessing The Last Resort. I th- yeah, I thought they split up a while ago. Like what I was, I was just reading an article recently about all the 90 dayers who are still together. Obviously, I'm trying to keep track of everyone, but it's, it's hard. It's uh-huh. been so many of them. To the point that some of them, I'm like, who are these people from the early seasons oh, yeah. who weren't too crazy? So they're kind of like, all right, you're just happy and like you don't participate in anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got out when the when the game was good. Yeah. So, but a lot of articles said Kalani and Azuel are like on and off, more off than on. Mm-hmm. But they have these like slip ups when they kind of meet and mm-hmm. well, they have seems kids. like they I have know children together. Well, yeah. So I think uh, I think we'll see them on the last resort, and I think maybe they'll go their separate ways and. Ooh. Is Azula doing the um, his exotic dancing in I Vegas? If, I believe he's driving Uber or Lyft. I don't know if he's doing anything with these. Jesus, dance. you remember he got into an accident in Utah? Yeah, I would. If I got no. in and I saw him in the driver's seat, I would immediately get out. I would totally get out. Like driving in Utah in a small town, it's pretty easy. You don't have a lot of intersections and lights and double, triple lanes. Vegas, however. Hello. Very easy to drive in Vegas too, but not for us. Well, I would be, I would be, <laughs> I would be seriously concerned. All right. I would have Debbie picking me up any day. Oh yeah. But as well, ooh. 
lot of 90 day Uber drivers. All right, that's number one. Number two. Okay. All right. Sinjin and his new girlfriend, Shayna, they've started travel vlogging a little okay. bit. Okay. Over the past week or so, Sinjin has uploaded four videos to his YouTube. They're in Thailand. Oh, okay. I think I saw that. And they're doing some vlogging. They're trying to, it seems like they're trying to turn this into maybe a revenue stream and spin it off into something they can continue doing outside of 90 day because he's doing the whole like, share and subscribe. He's trying to build yeah. up his channel right now. He's only got, I think 600 or so close to 700 subscribers. And these videos are only getting a few hundred views, oh. but I think he's trying. He's got a couple of videos up now in Thailand, touring the temples in Bangkok. He's exploring a Thai mall. And then in his latest video, things get a little wild, Teresa. All right. Smoking some bongs in a Thai weed shop. Ooh, all right. So not necessarily my style of travel video, but it is interesting to see him and his new lady interact. Okay, I might give it a shot. I saw it on social media that they're in Thailand. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he can build up a decent following because a lot of people might not tune in because, all right, like he's, uh, he moved on. She's another 90 dayer. Like how much drama is there? Probably none, right? If he's happy and staying yeah, like off I, the shows. I, I don't think you tune into YouTube travel videos for drama. You're trying to explore <laughs> a new part of the world or get some travel tips or see somewhere you might want to go. I tune into 90 day, any 90 day for the drama. Yeah. No, I think I think it's very hard to parlay out of 90 day into something more serious, but yeah. Seems like he's trying. Hey. Oh, that's good. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a for effort. If you if you wanna check it out yourself, if you wanna see his travels, or if you just wanna see him and his girlfriend together, just search Sinjin Colchester on YouTube. Maybe he's trying to compete with Tanya, who's doing the van oh, live, yeah. isn't she? She's doing a whole thing. She's doing trips to Aruba. She's doing yeah, she's doing her own life with Tanya or whatever. Yeah. Listen. I get it. You want to make that cash. You want to get everything you can out of your little fame. So why not? Why not? Check it out if you're interested. That's 90 Day, by the way. Yeah, I was just going to add, I'm here for the hustle. No matter what you do. Sure. As long as you're doing something. Because we've seen a lot of these guys or gals just not doing anything. And that's kind of annoying. There you go. All right. That is 90 Day, by the way. Let's do it. The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, where's the time gone? This is episode eight already. I can't believe. I can't I, believe it. I can't. I can't believe. Oh boy, are you teeing up? I think I'm going to start saying can't instead oh, of Oh, I can. would not. It's very close to a word. <laughs> is it? It's very close to a word you should not say. So I would I would not. I thought I'm going to like bring a little like British English into my into my vocabulary it's like I can't do that I, no? I, no I would not recommend that actually. okay moving on okay let's move on Staller Dempsey have I told you lately that you're beautiful attractive gorgeous etc okay so this is a little this relationship is still awkward I get it it's very fresh right mm -hmm. fresh meaning they just met Guys, let me just put it out there. When I said Dumpsy last time, that was an honest mistake. That's, it was not it. A, that's not a bit or anything I'm about to keep doing because I don't want to mess up her name in a way. We sometimes mess up other people's name for fun, but Dumpsy is kind of... Um, rude? Yeah, it's rude. And I didn't mean to. A lot, a lot of you messages just saying, is that a new thing you're doing? I'm like, no, it's not. I just misspelled it in my nose. I literally spelled it with a, with a U 
and that's how I was pronouncing it because until probably last time, she was just talking about her. There was no spelling on the screen. Right, so right. I just spelled it the way I thought it was correct. Mm-hmm. Wrong. So <laughs> it is Dempsey. I'm not going to call her Dempsey. It's not a bit. It's not a thing I'm, st- I'm doing. So uh, apparent- just putting it out there. Apparently she has a very nice dumper, though, Ooh. according to... According to Sadler, right, thing so, is explosive. So Sadler. Okay, so they get to the hotel, right? And De- Dempsey is a little nervous because Sadler has all this sexual experience that she talks about nonstop. And that's very annoying, I have to say. Oh, I, I called it out from episode one and I told you, I think I'm worn down because of Jasmine's nonstop yeah. talk about it, but... Yeah, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that someone in this relationship is saying it's a lot. Yeah. It, it's a lot. It doesn't bug me about Jasmine that much because it's hilarious. Like the way she describes and talks yeah. about it, it's funny. Yeah. But for Statler, it just, it gives me a lot of cringe. I really like Dempsey. I'm not sure. Like I, Statler seems like a nice girl, but this whole sex dog and being super dirty, it's like, all right, we get it. You love banging. Who doesn't? But just dial, dial it back a little bit because it's getting very annoying. Again, and it has nothing to do with sex or having sex. We're, we're incredibly sex positive, right? But Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I just don't like when one thing becomes your personality. Oh, yeah. Whether it's, if it, all she did was talk about insects, I'd be like, enough with the insects already. Or if all she did was talk about mowing the lawn, shout out to Chad. I'd be like, <laughs> enough with the mowing the lawn. Like, have more facets to your personality than just, yeah. oh, look at that ass. That ass is outrageous. That ass is explosive. Do you want to shower with me? Let's have set. Like, there's got to be more to you than that, right? Yeah, and it's like, so far, that's all I see about her. Is that, okay, she's a dirty sexual person. Dirty meaning, you know, she just wants to bang. And it's like, it it's cringy. Like, if you make one or two jokes, okay, but this is all she's been talking about. And Dempsey doesn't like it. Like, you can tell that she's like, enough. Like, stop. stop. Now, to defend Statler, because we got to play both sides, right? We're here to debate. We do know that Statler has ADHD. Yes, so she could be very focused, one track mind on sex, and that could be the reason why that's all she's focusing on. I I understand that, but I think I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with her ADHD. I get that, but I think she should not portray herself as okay. This is my persona. I'm just a very very sexual person, and all I do is banging. Or if I don't bang, I think about it because. It just comes across the wrong way. It's like, there is more to you. I'm sure there is. Show it to us. Like, talk about other things. And I can, besides me being able to read Dempsey as we all can, she literally comes comes out and says, like, stop. Like, stop, stop all the sex talk. I don't like when you say she shouldn't portray herself this way because I think you portray yourself however you want to portray yourself. All right, fair enough. I would say I would hold back a little bit when I'm meeting someone for the first time, because it seems like all she's interested in doing with Dempsey is having sex as opposed to, let me get to know this person. I've never met this person before. I want to get to know them and learn about them and show that I'm curious to understand them as a person and see how we connect on an emotional level 
in addition to a physical level. But if I just if I touched down in a foreign country and you were like, let's bang, let's go to let's go to the hotel room, may say peace, we could have sex. I'm like, whoa, you're yeah. just looking for a piece of meat. You're not actually looking for a partner. Exactly. It seems like it's a sex station, sex vacation mm-hmm. <laughs> for for Statler. And yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, like maybe dial back a little bit. I'm not saying change who you are. If that's who you are, that's great. All I mean, all here for the sex, the positivity, that's great. But this is just too much. Like, uh, like I don't want to listen to this all the time. And also, as as you said, Read the room and read your partner. Yeah. And, and you're clearly making them uncomfortable. So yeah. that's who cares what we think. But look at your partner and hear what they think. Well, here's You remember when we met her, she was talking about how she's had all these partners, but never a relationship really. I think because she's so, so into the whole the sex scene, the sex life, right? Yeah. Like, that's why, because I think if she tried having a serious partner and she was this into sex from the start, like it gets it gets tiring. We I sound have to so say. prude. We we don't. <laughs> yeah. We don't. It's just like I want to get to know her. So far, all I know is that she loves to bang and she collects bugs. Yeah, that's all I know about her. And this is episode eight. Speaking of, good point. Speaking of, it's gift giving time. And Statler, I love how Statler blames her diarrhea smell on the bugs. She's like, oh, smells." Like, <laughs> they get into the hotel room and she's like, oh, it smells like bugs in here. It doesn't. Does someone have a bug? Does someone have a dead insect for me? It's like, come on, Statler. That's your that's your diarrhea. Does, I don't think dead bugs smell there in the box, right? I, Unless like you smell the chemicals. Right. Maybe. Do you, yeah. Do you smell the taxidermy or formaldehyde or whatever it is that you. you Here's what I'm in? very curious about. How did she bring it back from Thailand? I think certain Ooh. things are very. Oh, you yeah. cannot bring anything. You can't bring. You could not bring this into the United States. Um, I bet you there's ways around it if it's certified or I if guess. it's done in the right way. I'm sure I you guess. can. But yeah. yeah. But, but if you like just shove it in your. In your luggage. No. I don't think you can. No, when you go through customs, they check. They're like, have you been here, there, yeah. anywhere? Have you touched livestock? Have you? Yeah. Do you have dead bugs in your backpack? Oh, it's like, uh, have I touched any livestock? I would love to. I would love to milk the cow, <laughs> but I have not. I'm like, listen, if I had dead bugs in my backpack, you'd be able to smell it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently there's an odor. I think it's, I think it's Statler's. Uh, Diarrhea. I think it's the, I think the bug you smell is the parasite. Oh I, I yeah. I don't think it's the. I should have said I have IBS, but it's like, all right, a lot of us do, but. <laughs> <laughs> TMI? No, perfectly enough. Um, so then Statler gives her gift to Dempsey, which is, uh, it's a metal IBM, Yeah, no, IBM, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, uh-huh, IBS. Uh-huh. IBM's a computer. <laughs> I thought it was like ir- ir- irritable bowel movement. movement. Yeah. Moving IBM. on. Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, Statler hits Dempsey with a with a met. I'm just going to stop, okay? You know what? I'm going to stop right here, right now. I have to call it out. I'm sorry. I know we're in the thick of Statler and Dempsey, but Teresa, tell everyone what you just did. Please, <laughs> please tell everyone. I-, I took my sweatshirt off. Okay, and... Now tell everyone why I've made it a thing, why I had to stop you to... Because we had a very, very wild discussion about our room temperature. 
John is always hot and I'm always cold. And we always make it colder for him. But then I'm always while we podcast. While we podcast, I say, let's boop it down. We keep it at a, a nice... 72 during the day, but when we podcast, I say, can we go down to 70, please? Because it's a full body experience. I'm, I'm really getting into it and passionate about what we're talking about. And I don't want to just sit here and sweat for an hour and a half. So Teresa's like, fine, but I'm always cold and you always make me put on sweatshirts. And I go, Teresa, I guarantee you 50 minutes into this podcast, you'll be taking off that sweatshirt. It's because of the tea. Let's see what time. 20, 20-ish minutes into the pot. Okay. So I was five minutes off. You're I'm taking it off. a hot tea. I said that too. I said, you're drinking a hot tea. You're wearing this sweatshirt. You're going to be hot. Right on cue. Five minutes late. She's taking it. And I guarantee you she would have taken it off sooner, but she was trying to get through and she was trying to prove a point. And she finally got to a point where she couldn't. So I actually timed it perfectly. No, I just got hot. So I took it off. I knew you were going to make a big deal out of it, but I'm getting cold again. Once I'm done with my tea, I'm going to put it back on. Okay. Back. To Statler and Dempsey. Yes. So the gifts they exchange and then Dempsey's like, all right, I think I need a shower. I, I, I'm going to go hop in there and rinse off. And Statler's like, alone? Or should we do it together? Do you want to bang? Are we going to bang? Like, what's the deal? Are you, you ready for this? Or Yes. It's top of mind, top tip of her tongue. Like, that's all she wants to talk about and do. Is sex. Yeah. And Dempsey's like, no, absolutely not. Like, let me take a shower. And then she tells the camera that she needs to get to know someone, build a connection to have sex. She's not like Statler who just kind of like bang, bang, bang. Well, he spoke too soon. Dempsey. Yes. But at least like it happened naturally. It's, it's not like I she hope so. ended. I hope so. Well, imagine if this was a guy and a girl. Imagine if Statler was the one that's like, it was a guy. And was, I want to bang. I want to bang. Yeah, we bang. would all like cancel him. Could you imagine? Oh, you're going to shower alone or together? And then you hear Dempsey say, oh, I, I want to pump the brakes so I get to know the person. And then the next morning, well, we had sex. You'd be like, all right. Did Mr. Statler push it, force it, or was this yeah. consensual? I think it was consensual. Oh, well, of course it was. Yeah. I just like to look at things through well, different Well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That's why I'm saying like dial, and I'm not a prude, but yeah, dial. You dial. play one on this podcast. Well, not you should necessarily. See off, you should see her off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. It's just how I feel. I'm just sharing my thoughts. You may or may not agree with me, but I, all I'm saying is like, yeah, talk about sex, but don't make it the main topic 24-7. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So next morning, it's all giggles and we're going, all right, something happened here. And we get confirmation there was a kiss. It was not great. It was awkward, of course, because everything about them is awkward at first. And yeah. we're going to talk about it and let you know that it's awkward. How do you feel about talking about how awkward it is? Is it better to, to be awkward and, and not yeah. talk about it and not address it? Or is it better to address it? I think awkward people don't say it's awkward. Oh, I think that's so awkward that they do. I think, think that's so? I think normal people. Right, I'm going to say normal, um, not awkward people. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're I think your average person would be in an awkward situation and not address it because they know that makes it more awkward. But, but I think awkward people address it because they're awkward. But I think everyone is awkward at some point. Like, yeah, we all had awkward moments, right? But I don't think I would ever say, oh, this is awkward because it makes it more awkward. That's what I think, too. Yeah. So, all right. We got confirmation. They kissed and it was awkward, but they practice makes perfect. So they kissed again and it led to some sex. Yes. And. 
the only person who keeps saying how awkward it is is Statler. Mm-hmm. Dempsey didn't say it even once. No, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Dempsey understands it's awkward, but realizes why even draw attention to it. Yeah. What good is going to come out of saying this is awkward? I think the word awkward should be used when you describe it to someone else. Like, oh, I was in this awkward True. situation. You shouldn't be like, oh, you're talking to someone. You're like, oh, this is awkward. We're right? so awkward. That's so weird. Yeah, you're just you're just going to make it more awkward. Yeah. Uh, I also think Dempsey can't get a word in because Stalin's just like, oh, that ass. This ass is religious. I'd set up an altar and worship it. Oh, it must be because you're vegan. What a good advertisement for vegans. Are you waxed? Are you smooth? Can I feel it again? Like, Stalin just can't get a word in between all yeah. this all this talk. Yeah, no. Uh, all and, right, so she's saying, like, she tastes better because she's vegan? It's interesting. No meat? Oh, I think she was talking about the ass looks uh, good because she's vegan. Interesting. Yeah, but Dempsey literally goes, enough of the sex talk. Yeah. Good. It's been less than 24 hours and she's reached that conclusion. Literally. Yeah. So, okay. Today is the day we're going to go to Darlington where Dempsey lives off the grid. Love off the grid. And then she works at the farm too. Dempsey works at the farm? Yeah. Okay. So, she lives two hours outside the city, which she says is nice. But since she's been in Thailand, she hasn't been able to pop back there and clean or sage the place. Yeah, especially saging, am I right? You gotta sage. You gotta sage. Sage the best for last. <laughs> so on the way to the house, Staller learns a little news that doesn't sit well with her. It's it's a story we've heard time and time again, and it's a story we're hearing on this season, in addition to this couple, another couple. But Staller's a bit of a secret in the in the Dempsey family. Dempsey hasn't told her dad mm. how serious Statler and her are. Yeah. But again, I don't know. Doesn't I mean does dad know about Statler at all? I think yeah. she meant yeah. As I think friend. that's fine. As a friend. Yeah, I think that's fine. Like I don't think I don't think I would ever be in a long distance relationship, first of all. And I will never because I have you. But yeah, I don't think I would ever be interested in that. But if I was I don't think I would tell my parents until I would know what's going on. Yeah, but I still would. There'd be shades of truth to to what I told my family. I wouldn't say, oh, she's a friend. If there's something more, I would say, oh, she's a friend or we're dating. She's coming to live with me. Like, we don't know exactly what Dempsey told her dad, but it definitely wasn't, oh, we're girlfriends. Yeah, I'm going to make an assumption on episode eight. They're not going to make it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> They're not going to make it. They're very, very, very different people. And then they live very, very different lifestyles. And I still think that Statler is slightly using Dempsey to move to England. Because oh, remember, yeah. she's been trying to move there. It's like a thing. It's almost like sometimes people are like, oh, you're using me for a green card coming to the US. Yeah. Well, I think she, and I'm not saying she's not into Dempsey. I think she is. Oh, are you kidding me? But I think she was searching for someone from England, especially so she can move there. Well, okay. Let's play the old devil's advocate again. Staller is fetishizing blonde English women. And we would get on, we would get on Staller's case if it was a man who was going to the Philippines for the third time and going, oh, 
or the second time, I guess, going, oh, he's just fetishizing these these Filipino women. It's like Staller has such this type and that's what she's into. But it's OK. Like, we're OK yeah. with it. It's, it's OK, too. I don't know why she wants to move to England so bad. Like, what is it about England? Because never, if you can, yeah. I'm sure she can apply for some sort of visa because she is an American. And I think they have good relationships so she could apply for some extended status that she could move there. Yeah. So I don't think it's uh, her just trying to meet someone there so she can move. It's like, well, if you really want to move, live there so badly, I think there are ways. There no, might be ways. I think she. I think she could. I think she is looking for love. I'm just calling out any hypocrisy where we would see this pattern in other couples and go, yeah. oh, look at this sex tourist. Oh, look at look at this. Like David from Las Vegas. Yeah, look at this fetishizer. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't say that about people. I think you could be attracted to a certain look or lifestyle or culture. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And Statler is attracted yeah. to this looking lifestyle. And it's fun. I, I think I do have a type like you. Hello. I think you have a type too, don't you? You. You yes, exactly. <laughs> like you like you like the blonde foreigners from the Czech Republic, the uh -huh. southeast. Exactly. So okay, they get to Dempsey's house and Statler gets the tour, and you mentioned it briefly in passing, and I said hold it, save it. I want to talk about it. Statler refers to this house as a caravan. Yeah. You said tiny house. Yeah. I looked up caravan. I put caravan, England. What does this mean? Caravan means it's a, it's a trailer. Yeah, like an RV. Yeah, yeah. This looked much bigger than... Yeah, I think it's a... I think it's a tiny ho house. I don't think you okay. can have all this like extra room. I know that she has extra room, but yeah. Or unless it's an RV that she built up, that she has some extensions... Right, but yeah, caravan. That's how we say RV in Czech, which is funny. Okay, that living room looked like a normal sized yeah. living room. It wasn't think, like yeah, I think it's a tiny house. Okay. I might be wrong, but I said tiny house because I did understand the word caravan. I didn't think it was okay, but it may be. It may like she literally might have bought an old caravan or an old RV and kind of like. Add to it. I kind of removed everything. So it's not drivable. I could see that. But it's livable. Who knows? So Staller sees it. Staller likes it. Thinks it's very nice. Feels it's like, oh, I just, cute. I entered this cute world. But then she learns you can only go number one in the bathroom. There's no plumbing yet. So no number two in the caravan. And my question would then be, can you shower? If there's no plumbing, mm. can you shower? I'm sure there is something. Maybe she has like outdoor shower bathroom but it's winter let's not forget <laughs> oh yeah so i don't, I don't know it's gonna be interesting to yeah. see her moving in you here. see i do think it's a tiny home now more so than two minutes ago because she has a fireplace you cannot have a fireplace in a in a car yeah i i agree i think there's a couple things here that make it seem like it's more than an rv but i think we'll find out more maybe next time maybe next time all right i think this is a good place to take a quick break when we come back, we will head to Panama, where we'll continue to talk about sex. All right. We'll be back <laughs> in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things? Things are good. How are things with you? We're doing better than Gino and Jasmine. Well, I, can, I think everyone is. I can tell you that. Yes, it is 
couples therapy time. Dane had a great idea, right? You always want to get you always want to get relationship advice from your ex, and and Dane said, "I think you guys could benefit from some couples therapy. Let me refer you to someone." And and it looks like Dane referred them to a child's therapist. Well, she's a family therapist, which means they probably need to see a different one. I would see a couple for a there. couple, but yeah. a family. I think she can help them too. Okay, well. They can get help wherever they can find it. So let's try with, I think, therapist Patricia, I believe was her name. And so they go to this office. Yeah, there was like toys on the wall. There's like, yeah, it's for the kids, a family therapist. Action figures. and Yeah, I'm sure Gina was like, all right, something to look at. (laughs) Something to do while I'm here. So, yeah, the therapist says, hit me with it. Tell me what's going on. What are you dealing with? What's the issue? And. Jasmine says, well, here we go. I've been dating this guy for two and a half years. We're engaged. I'm going to travel to the U.S. to marry him. But we've been waiting for the K-1 and it's put a lot of stress on us. Yes. Gina Gina goes, well, yeah, okay, that's that's one thing. But I also have to bring up the fact that she makes bad comments all the time. She'll say very hurtful things to me. And on top of that, I just found out she's seeing her ex-boyfriend. Yes. And not just that, they talk they live in the same building and they meet up yeah behind my back yeah this is not good and jasmine goes well we meet up to talk about gino like that (laughs) makes it better oh okay you're talking about okay well forgive me then that's perfectly fine well then the other issue comes up that jasmine has and it's the fact that she is not satisfied sexually in this relationship oh boy and apparently gino makes comments about her private parts which i was like what well they explain apparently gino was trying to have a conversation with jasmine <laughs> and instead of like me too she started showing him her private parts and then Ugh. Gina was just like, stop it. I'm trying to talk to you. I can just picture her. Oh, like, yeah. Pass me the forceps or just like, where are my butt plugs? And like her just showing everything to Gina while he's like, so I had a conversation with Uncle Marco today and <laughs> things aren't great at the apartment. He's kind of gotten a little bit of trouble for having pasta dinner in the common room. And she's just like, <laughs> like take it easy, lady. Yeah. Also, calling, calling it her private parts, I've never missed poo-poo nana as much as i have now that i've heard private parts is the alternative yeah i don't i don't think she just meant her poo-poo nana i think she meant her asshole oh boy what (laughs) i think i can totally see her doing it showing okay but i think she was sending a message (laughs) okay so jasmine starts to cry i'm crying everyone's crying and jasmine's like i don't take rejection easily and, and you made me feel rejected and ugly. And she tells the camera, I have a history with toxic relationships. I had it with my dad. He he made me feel abandoned. And so now I'll do anything to feel loved. Here's, yes. here's what I would say to that. You need to have a have a conversation with your partner and figure out, okay, well. What is our love language? How how will I feel loved and how do I make him feel loved? Because just flashing around your private parts and hoping that that's going to elicit some sort of reaction, well, that's a shot in the dark and you've learned it doesn't work with Gino. So stop doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for different results. I don't think they know how to communicate and I don't think 
they can talk about anything because of all the unresolved issues and the grudges they hold. She holds the grudge against him because of Gino sending the news to his ex, right? Mm-hmm. And he cannot talk to women. He cannot do this. He cannot do that. She's jealous and she's still mad. And now he's jealous too and mad. They cannot have a normal conversation because this is all they've been talking and thinking about. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the whole like hurt people, hurt people thing. And Jasmine's been hurt prior to Gino with Gino. And now she's hurting him. And I actually believe when he says, oh, we fight so much, so I don't want to have sex. I believe that. Jasmine's just sitting there hurling insults. Insults. They're sitting in a professional's office and Jasmine's like, oh, Gino's the worst sex I've ever had. I don't understand how you could sit there and feel like that's going to make him want to bang you. Yeah, probably not. And that's what he said. But they both essentially say, well, we love each other. We want to work on this relationship, right? We don't want to give up. So the therapist said, well, you guys need to stop talking about issues all the time and start building positive memories. Like go on a walk, go on a vacation, like do something besides all this arguing. This was fantastic advice. And I say it all the time with these couples is a lot of couples have big issues early on and there's not enough goodwill. There's not enough positive memories to outweigh the negative stuff. And so it just goes all negative. The therapist, I thought, gave fantastic advice when she said that because, yeah, start start building up some positivity in the relationship so that, of course, every relationship is going to have bad moments, sour moments, tough times, but you need the good to outweigh the bad. Right now, Jasmine and Gino just have bad. Yes, and I think you said it, but this comment, if I was Gino, that would be... Probably the end because she said he she said my worst sex ever was with Gino. Yeah. Like if I heard it after all the other insults she throws at him, right? I would be like, well, you know what? Well, I guess this is it because sex is so important to you and I'm the worst. How is this ever going to work? Except she thinks she's gonna bully Gino into banging her. That's but the, why, why, why would she even want it if it's the worst sex she's ever had? Because she, I don't know if it truly is. I think she's trying to insult him or challenge his manhood so that he goes, oh, I'll show you. I'm going to bang you like you've never been banged before. Mm. Sure, that may work with some guys. I don't think that's going to work with a ton of people. They're just going to go, all right, then screw you. Like literally go fuck yourself, grab a butt plug and go have fun. Jesus. I don't need to be taunted into banging you. Jesus, we should put like a disclaimer on this episode. Oh, we put them on every episode. We put them on every episode. Do we? <laughs> There's a little E on each episode. What does, what does it mean, E? Explicit. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, we're naughty, Teresa. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let the talk at the top of the show. I always about. thought it was like PG-13, but... I don't think a 13-year-old should listen anything about butt plugs. Well, if they have a parent sitting with them, I think they... Parental guidance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know I wouldn't I wouldn't play this in the carpool line at school when you're dropping your kids <laughs> off. <laughs> Probably not. Probably. Or just close the windows. Yeah. Well, I meant because the kids were in the car. Oh, well, before you pick up the kids. Yeah. All right. That is Gino and Jasmine. Let's move on to another couple who, uh, they're probably not doing too great themselves. Are you talking about Amanda and Razvan? Razvan? I sure am. All right. So we haven't seen him in a while. And, and I, I almost felt like, all right, she's probably going to pack up her stuff and go home because it's just a 
I don't see this happening. I don't think any of us. Yeah, I didn't miss them. They don't bring too much to the season. This episode, no different. They bring nothing because she, no matter what the situation is or what the conversation is, she brings up her ex-husband, ex-husband. She brings up her husband who passed away Mm -hmm. and how she feels guilty. And I totally get this, but it always brings me back to like, why are you here if you have this guilty feeling all the time, guilty feeling for doing something behind your husband's back, guilty feeling for leaving your kids, right? She just, this is a guilt, vacationing guilt for her. I don't think she felt guilty until it was real. And it wasn't real. It wasn't real until that first night when she unpacked and laid down in bed next to him. It was just this idea. It was exciting. It was, ooh, this is, this is a a man on social media. He's not real. He's an influencer. Now it's real. Now she feels real guilt, but she's put herself in this situation. I don't think she knows exactly what's the right way to move forward because as you said, her husband has passed, right? So she's she's technically not doing anything wrong. She's not. And she needs to move on eventually. Like I totally understand, right? And for a kid's sake, for her own sake, she's still very young, right? Mm -hmm. But this is, I still think, and again, I don't know how people feel in that situation. Everyone's different. But if you feel this amount of guilt, you should just go home. Like, I I honestly, I'm like, why are you there? Because she is being kind of rude to Razvan. But I think she's being rude as like a defense mechanism because she doesn't want to get close to him because of the guilt she feels. Yeah, I don't think anyone's enjoying this trip. Amanda's, no. Amanda's starting to feel guilty. Razvin just wants to bang. Yeah. And that's not happening. It's not happening because she's on her period. Which? Razvan, he's like, well, a real man has blood on his sword. <laughs> I mean, but Which, he's a poet. This man's a poet. I mean, uh, very romantic. Kind of uh, makes sense if you go hundreds of years back, right? Sure. I mean, you do you. Yeah, do there, you. There's no right or wrong way to eat a Reese's. But yeah, I don't think Amanda was having it. She's she's not feeling very sexy. She's not feeling very comfortable in that moment for a myriad of reasons. And this is just one of them. Yeah. And for example, so they want to go swimming. And Razvan bought her this nice bathing suit. And she's like, no, like th- this is this is not for me. I don't want to wear it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for me, it's like, oh, he bought you a gift. You, if it fits you, you can wear it once. Uh, okay. You would wear a bikini you didn't feel comfortable in? I don't know. I mean, You just told you, her to. If you bought it for me and I was just going to wear it once at a vacation, I think I would suck it up. Well, let me ask. If it, if it fits me, if it doesn't, if it's like my boobs are out or my body's out, then I would be like, yeah, no, like I need a smaller, bigger size. But if it fits me, I think I would suck it up. Well, let me ask you this because I'm ignorant to this and you have experience in this. She did say she's on her period. Yeah. Does that have, does that impact the suit or what suit you can wear in any way? No, you just shove the tampon up. Shove it right up. Your pupunana. Okay. Your (laughs) private parts? Your private parts. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a different level of comfort. I know some girls wear like little shorts, more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Some girls don't. I don't think I would wear tongs, right? Probably because there's like a... Not a lot, so things might, like, slip out. Oh, a thong. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Tong, like salad tongs. <laughs> What's the name of it? 
with an H, T H. Thong? Uh huh. Mm. You ever hear of Cisco? The what? Thong song? No. Uh, he should do. He should partner up with like Paul, like Newman's own dressing and do the Tong song. That would be pretty good. <laughs> tongs to Tongs, Tongs, Tongs. And yeah. don't get me started on tossing salad, Theresa. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I can tell. That was a very polite laugh. <laughs> but back to this, right? Thong. Yeah. Probably not the best idea, but her problem with this bikini was the top. Well, her problem apparently was that it's the first gift a guy has bought since Jason. So she has gift guilt. But that's ridiculous too. Like, it's not. It really is not ridiculous. She just feels guilty altogether. She feels guilty for being there. She feels guilty for finding Razvan attractive. She feels guilty for him giving her gifts. Like she just feels guilty. And it makes even more sense now because she said, I met my husband when I was 19 and that's all I know. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, she was dating in her 20s and banging whoever and then met her husband and had kids. No, her husband is all she's ever known. And now he's gone. It's not like they got a divorce. He passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. So, of course, she feels all this. And I I just wish she told Razvan and be like, hey, like, I can't do this right now. We can be friends if you want. But this is just not working out. That's a really good point. And maybe she has. We haven't seen him in a few episodes. She tells the camera a lot about this guilt. Yeah. Have the conversation with Razvan. Exactly, because the way she talks to him and she pushes him away, it is rude. It is rude. And I feel like Razvan is like, well, this trip is not going the way I want it to. I thought we are going to be making love, having fun, going out. (laughs) But I get it. If you are a couple, that's what you want to do, right? Yeah. She got there and probably thought, all right, like, I need to move on. This is it. But it's not. And I just wish she acknowledged it and was like, you know what? This is this is not it. I can stay. We can be friends. We can take it super easy. But don't be rude to him because you feel guilty. Right. You sh- she should tell him. So they head to Triumph, the Long- store. Lingerie. The lingerie store. It's in the U.S. too. I get Triumph is? Yeah. I've never heard of this story. Really? Oh, I, I, I've heard of it. So maybe I think because it's in Europe. I'm pretty sure it's in the U.S. too. Call in if you guys have shopped at Triumph before. but Yeah. It's definitely in Czech. It looks like a wall of bras. Yeah. With a it's, bikini, a long, it's, but, lingerie, it's a lingerie. It's a lingerie. There's a bikini mixed in with the bra. Is that how they do it in your stores? I guess. I mean, you can have, like, go to Victoria's Secret and their bikinis, too. They sell all kinds of things. I don't like their undies, so I don't go there, but... Triumph or Victoria's Secret? Victoria's Secret. Okay. Well, no triumph here. They they go to this store, and Amanda is like, well, this is the suit I would choose. And Rasmus is like, what? That's the one I was going to pick out, but this moron of a saleswoman <laughs> steered me in the wrong direction. She made me buy this one. Yeah, and apparently he told... Uh, this lady who works at the store, everything about the relationship. Yeah, uh, a little too much, a little TMI, I would say. in a way, like, I get it. Like, you're a guy, you're going to a lingerie store, buying a bikini, right? Yeah. And you're not sure about it. So you ask the the clerk and 
You might chit-chat a little bit. What? Can she wear this when she's six months pregnant because my goal is to have a child with this woman? They they went too deep into the personal life. Well, listen, if you work at a, at a store selling undies, right, you probably want to chit-chat with people, have some conversation. Something besides, oh, you do you have B, B size cup in this, in this color? Like, she wants to chat. I guess. I guess. I think it's fine. I mean, yes, TMI, but there are people who are this open and chatty. My grandma chats with everyone everywhere she goes, tells them everything. Okay. All right. Well, Amanda wasn't too thrilled about how intimate Raspin and this saleswoman got. And back at the apartment, Amanda's like, I need to go for a walk. I got to get, get some fresh air. She's a little taken back by the comment when Rasmus said he wanted to have children. So she's going to go outside and FaceTime her sister, Amber. Yeah, so she does. And she's telling her that, oh, Razvan is so much cuter in person. How, how is that so possible? So much hotter. Is that even possible? Well, again, I think she fantasized about him. I think you're right. Like yeah. talking to someone when you are grieving was great. Like someone who you find attractive. But being there, that's that's a whole different ball game, right? And Amanda's just annoyed. She's annoyed that he wants to come visit her to the U.S. a week after she leaves. She's annoyed that he wants to have kids when they talked about it. She doesn't. It's like, hold on. You're not even sleeping together. You're not even thinking. Why are you thinking so far ahead? And I'm glad that Amber said it. She's like, you're thinking too much about the future. Just enjoy yourself now. Yeah, sister said you're thinking too much about the future. You're also thinking too much about Jason, I think, because Amber was surprised that they haven't had sex yet. Yes. So I wonder if that almost gives Amanda permission. If that if she hears from a family member, oh, well, you guys haven't had sex yet. Why are you thinking about Jason? Like, does that quell her guilty conscience a little bit does that give her permission because maybe that's what she needs like jason's not there to give her permission to bang another guy but if your family's there and saying oh well you guys aren't banging yet like i think that takes some of the guilt away i guess but again it hasn't even been a year at this point oh so, uh, I don't, there's no there's no there right no, or there, wrong time no, no 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 there is not but i feel like she should just if, she, if if it doesn't feel right, as it doesn't for her, she should move on. She's very young. She might want to have another kid in the future if she meets the right guy. But if Razvan tells her he wants to have kids, all right, cool. Well, you'll see if we even end up being together. Like, you don't even want him to come to the States. Other 90 dayers, they would kill for this. Yeah, no, I, I'm just interested to see how Amanda is going to act now and how she's going to treat Razvan now. Because... I do feel like in a way, Sister Amber gave her a little bit of permission to enjoy herself. Maybe. But again, it has to be. She needs to feel it. Of course. Of course. And it's it's on her timeline. Yeah. Well, she made one other comment. She said, well, I don't want him to come to the U.S. to see me so soon because I'm going to be a mom. I don't know if you if I want him to see me in the role. Yeah, that's a it's strange. like. Well, but you are a mom. No matter where you are, you are a mom at the moment. You just don't have your kids there. But you will never stop being a mom. Yeah, and why delay that? Yeah. Why not have him see who you are as soon as possible so nobody wastes time? Exactly. And it's like, 
it's not like he bought a one-way ticket, I hope. I think he's just coming to visit. So, yeah, yeah I don't I just don't think she's vibing it. I just don't think she's ready. Period. She's, yeah, she's not. Yeah. Absolutely not. All right, she didn't cry this. I don't think she cried this episode, though, so that's positive. No, but she said she felt guilty about 15 times. That's so. progress. All right, let's move on. Let's head to the Philippines. Let's talk about David and Sheila. Yes, so it's the morning, and they're going to go to their parents' house where David will stay for a few days with the family. And with the interpreter, Amy. Well, okay, well, I thought it was a good idea because Sheila doesn't sign right yeah so it's not just oh i need to rely on the native speaker to translate for me to communicate with the family right right it's good that david hired a esl asl asl, ASL translator your esl yeah that's very true asl translator she was no thrilled because she's like well I could I could try and make it happen. I I, I could translate my phone. I don't want anyone else with us, especially when it's a hot young translator. Yeah, I and maybe we didn't know until now, but I didn't realize Sheila was so jealous. Oh, I she knew said that, it. I knew there was the oh like oh do we need to check each other's phones? But I didn't know the jealousy was at this level where I. You have you have a professional coming to assist you, and you're gonna have an issue with that. Yeah, I knew she was jealous. She said it before. She's jealous, and I think she is jealous of Amy because, all right, she's young. She's pretty sure. I mean, Sheila's pretty too. Yeah. But I think she's jealous because she can use the language. That's why Sheila was jealous of. David's ex because she could sign. So I think mm-hmm. she just feels like, oh man, I cannot sign. So that takes some points off of me. And she doesn't want that. She wants David to propose to her so they can be a family. So I think she's just jealous of that. And then David comes out and is like, oh, Amy, uh, what about you? Are you married or what's <laughs> going on? And Amy, Amy was throwing some shots too, though, because Amy told the camera, she'll only knows a few signs. If I was dating someone who I loved, I would learn their language. And it only took me about a month to learn ASL. Yeah, well, maybe they should hire Amy for Sheila so she can learn how to sign. Yeah, I think that's I think that's more so what it is than jealousy. I think Sheila maybe feels a little less than. Like, oh, here's someone who, and I don't know that she knew Amy learned ASL so quickly, but, oh, here's someone that knows ASL. I should know ASL. It's not even jealousy. It's just... It's making Sheila more aware that she hasn't learned. Yeah. She really needs to learn and maybe Amy can help her in the future. Well, let's go see the house, the family. All right. A couple, there was a couple warnings in the cab ride over because David said, is there anything I should know before I get there? And she was like, well, it's going to be hot and you're going to have to pee in a pot. Yes. So David's like, all right, that's cool with me. I I have seen how 90 Day Fiance has been editing this season so far. Can we please hold off on the pee in the pot sound effects? Because we've we've heard David pee mm. outside of the restaurant. restaurant yeah. We've heard Statler's Aww. diarrhea. We don't need to hear the rain on a tin roof when David has to go to the bathroom at the house. Well, let's see. So they get there. There is dad sitting downstairs. Mm-hmm. And was it dad or I think one of them, I think it was mom. They have a hard hearing. Like they cannot hear well I think either. It was mom. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And they say hello. It's a little awkward. And so Sheila decides, let's give David a little tour of the house, right? And they're walking around, and it is heartbreaking to see how Sheila lives. The house is destroyed. It's been destroyed by the typhoon, and I think she had a fire. Mm -hmm. And David is like, oh, my gosh, like, this makes me very sad, but also makes me understand why she needs help, right? Yeah. He's like, before, he didn't say this, but I assume he was like, well, I wasn't sure what she does with the money I sent her here and there, but I can understand. Yeah. He says, yeah, it was heartbreaking. It's eye-opening. He goes, I'm not going to focus on that, though. I'm here to get to know the family. Yes. So they all sit down to chat, and David's first question is, oh, what year did you buy the house? Which I thought was a very strange question. I think it's a very American question. Uh, I No, I've never wondered that. I've never wondered what year did you buy the house? Maybe if we were in some old New England town, I might be like, oh, what year is the house? I would probably ask what year was the house built. Right. No. Oh, what year did you guys close on the house? Yeah, no. Dad said he built it himself and Sheila lived there her entire life. So, right. So I don't, I don't know if there was like a miscommunication and someone told David to ask a question so that we could learn that dad built the house. But like- oh. What year did you buy the house? It's just such a str- what, what was your down payment? Did you get a good interest rate on it? Like, just very <laughs> strange questions. But we do learn, yeah, dad built the house. Yes. And Sheila keeps asking dad and mom to communicate with David. And they're like, well, we don't know what to say. And Sheila's like, well, that is the translator. Use her. Yeah. And David even picks up on it and thinks that they just feel awkward because he's deaf. They don't know how to act around him. Let me say something, and I hope it doesn't come out the wrong way. Oh, boy. I I do think the parents were a little aloof or a little uncomfortable. We're acting a little awkward. David, yes, thinks it's because he's deaf. I wonder if it's the parents feeling self-conscious about their living situation. Mm. If, you know, everyone thinks, and you can attest to this, everyone thinks... Americans, they're so rich. Americans, they all live in mansions, right? So dad might think David's judging him. Dad might think, mm. oh, he maybe dad's ashamed of the living situation when sitting with an American, when sitting with a rich American. Well, that's not the case, of course. I don't think the parents felt this way. I think Sheila may have a little bit, and David mm. picked up on it too, right? Mm-hmm. But Unfortunately, you know, they 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 haven't been very fortunate with the house and with what happened to it and with the damage. They don't have the means to fix it. And it's sad, but that you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Unfortunately, that's, no. that's no, 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 the no. reality. Of course not. I'm not saying he should be. I'm just wondering if that's where the awkwardness is coming in as opposed to, well, David's deaf and that makes things awkward. Because I don't think that does. You have the interpreter there you have your daughter there there should be no reason to to feel uncomfortable that david is deaf yeah but she loses it too she's like i think my parents are just a little awkward around david because he's deaf so she said that too yeah so maybe they just don't know how to act like if they should look at him while they talk to the translator like how do you communicate and yeah I, i do i do that's an interesting point because i feel that a little bit with your parents Because when I speak, I speak through you. But it's like, who do I, yeah, who do I look at? Do I look at your dad 
when it's actually I'm speaking English and you're going to be the one to translate it? Or do I look at you and then look at your dad while you're translating it? Like there is this little dance yeah. that you have to do, which you have to find your own way and, and you have to figure it out. And the only way to figure it out is by doing it. Yeah. And hopefully they will because David says, I'm here to get to know the fam. Yeah. And speaking of the fam, Sheila's son came out and, and David got to meet Sheila's son and give him a gift, like a little uh, pinball yeah. game. David says he loves games. It's, uh, he can get lost in games. Yeah. And so he gave Sheila's son yeah. a game and Sheila's son was very into it. But he also was, I'm not going to say awkward. He was a kid. He was quiet. He didn't really have yeah. any questions for David either. Yeah. I wish they prepared some questions, even like with Sheila, just how was the trip? How do you like yeah. the Philippines? Just a little something. The whole interaction, I found sad. I found the whole interaction kind of heartbreaking. And then we see previews of the next episode. I think someone died. It seemed like someone died or something. It seemed very tragic. Yeah. And I don't see any pets around, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, which would be tragic too, but I think I saw a coffin in the car. You did? Yeah. Oh. There was a white coffin. Whoa. It was very small, so I don't know. That, yeah, interesting. Something, something happens. Something, I yeah. don't know what it is. I don't know if they need to go to the hospital or if someone passed away, but I'm pretty sure I saw a coffin if in Sheila the previous. murdered the interpreter, who knows? Jesus. Who knows what happened? Anything's possible on 90 Day Fiance. We'll see. Yeah. All right. That is David and Sheila. Let's move on. Do we have a couple more? We have a couple more. A couple more couples. One's a rather short. Yeah, it's Riley and Violet. Short Basically, yeah, we pick up where we left off. They're on the phone with Tiffany. And I really don't like this because Riley is being very aggressive. Okay. All right. I I don't know how I feel about this whole interaction because I think they're both they're both being a little uh, over the top. Everyone just needs to calm down and have a conversation. Here's a couple that can communicate. They both can speak English. Yeah. So we don't need to go through someone else. We don't need to use a translator app. Like, let's sit down and have a conversation. I hated this dinner because it felt like an ambush. And especially because when they met her family, right, they had all the questions for Riley. He answered. But later he told her, I was like, well... I, you do certain things, you say certain things I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. And she apologized and they decided, let's move on. Let's have a nice dinner. I wish he stuck to it. And they, ha- maybe if he really wanted to call Tiffany, let's call her during the day. Yeah, and let's no. maybe prepare Violet a little bit, say, hey, this is my friend Tiffany. She might ask some questions because she's like family to me. Like this was so, and I don't love Violet. I Still think she's rude, but I did feel bad for her at this situation because they like ganged up on her while she thought, oh, I'm having a nice dinner with Riley and we're moving forward. I hated this. I'll agree with you there. I This was not the time or the place to involve Tiffany. If you say this is a, this is a no fight dinner, let's have a good time. Stick to that. Yeah. Right. Let's. It's the same thing with Gino and Jasmine. Like, let's build up some good memories. Let's yeah. have some good time. So when the tough questions do arise, we'll have a history of love and, and happy memories to support our relationship. But yeah, it's the fact that I do find Violet very rude that it makes it hard for me to sympathize with her. But she wasn't wrong here. When And I could see her excuse when she said, oh, I deleted the app on the phone, but I forgot the password to the account. It's like, 
that all checks out. You'd have to look and see was the yeah. account active, like, oh, active within the last six hours, yeah. or was it active a month ago? And then her story really holds up. But it was when she started to lose her cool and she started to call Riley like, old man, old man. I'm yeah. like, you guys are both so immature. Well, if the, if the account was active a month ago, that would be bad because they've been doing this long distance for sure. a while, right? Sure. But, yeah, I mean, her story could be true. But Tiffany and Riley was like, no, no, no. And when Tiffany asks her questions, she's confused and she talks to Riley. She's like, I don't know. And he's like, talk to her. She asked yeah. you a question. I'm like, if someone did that to me, I would be like, fuck you and fuck you too. And that would be it. Which, what she kind of did, she basically said, you killed my feelings. She left. And Riley was like, bye. I'm like, how old <laughs> yeah. are you two? No, they were both very immature. Yes. Riley called Tiffany back and was like, thank you. She just showed her ass. I'm like, well, you both showed your ass. Like you, yeah. you both were acting inappropriately and immaturely. And I don't think anything was solved no, here but, by any means. Well, Riley said he's done. So and from says, the previews, yeah. they, they're going to block each other. Yeah. Which is going to be great. Great communication. Yeah. This... This whole thing could have been an email. This whole relationship could have been an email. <laughs> yes, a very short one. Because I don't think Riley's had any fun on this trip. No. Violet definitely has not. There's, yeah, there's this is a miserable trip. This relationship needs to end, stat. Yep. All right. All right. Last. Well, another relationship that needs to end. Oh, I see. I have faith. I have faith in this one. Well, you're not the only one. Yeah. Talking about Nicola and Misha. They're, Nicola. They're leaving Haifa. And they're heading to the Catholic village, which is where Nicola goes to church and where his best friend Wasim lives. Yes. And Misha finds these like plush monkeys in the car. Apparently he loves monkeys. That yeah. says it all. I don't know. You, you have a big aversion. I don't Have you ever had a bad interaction with a monkey? I just don't like how they look at you. Oh, yeah. They're, they're very, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah. I'm they're like, too smart for their own good. I'm like, I'm like, no, I really dislike monkeys. It's funny. I, I've always found monkeys cute, but I, I always think like uh, Curious George, right? The Curious, you don't know Curious George? Mm -hmm. I always think when I think of monkeys, I think of that. But we just had friends, family visit uh, a country. We don't have to get specific. That that's inhabited by monkeys, and when we saw a video of the monkeys like going right up to their windows, oh my gosh, hanging out at the pool while they're all out. I'm like, that is a that's. No, I already have a big problem with monkeys. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to. I don't want them to sit on me or touch me and uh, anything because I think you're right. I think they're too smart. Oh, and that's yeah. why I don't want to be around them. They steal. They can like they steal food and shiny objects. It's like no. Oh yeah. I can see them like, grabbing a cell phone, just like running into the jungle, uh -huh. making phone calls, like <laughs> responding to emails. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you're probably not alone in that feeling. But Nicola loves monkeys. Moving on. Moving on. Fun fact we learned. Yes. So they're, they're going to the Catholic village. They're going to go see this church, which was super cool and we don't we don't attend church religiously, but whenever Teresa and I travel, we always end up at a church. We like to see the architecture. Yeah, especially in Europe because uh, it's European. just yeah, it's the architecture is unbelievable. Also in Sedona, the church. In oh the, yeah, the church well, I went the there for a different reason. Um, my grandpa used to when he come 
visit one part of my family in the U.S. He used to go there. He loved it. And my grandpa wasn't religious, but he loved the architecture, right? And it was post my grandma passing. So maybe he became a little religious. So we went there to light up a candle for him. The church in Sedona? Yeah. Yeah, but that's also that's also like a hot spot. You got to go see that church. It's a special one. In it's the, built into the Red Rocks. Yeah, it's a special church. Yeah. But yeah, always in in Czech or where's the last one we went to? In what town? We went to that church. We took that crazy tour of the church in Czech. Oh, yeah. There was a, it wasn't a church. It was a cloisters. Oh, okay. You, you mean like the outdoors, the, no, the ruins? No. Didn't we go with your aunt and uncle and the kids and... Oh yeah, but that was what a ca- that was a castle. No, that was a church. No, that was a castle. I'll show you the picture. There was an altar and all the stained well, glass. Yeah, the and- church was part of the castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was part of a it. It was though. in um, oh, Trebich. Yes, Trebich. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was beautiful. Beautiful. So all right, they go and they see the church. Then they go and they meet Wasim. Yes. Um. Meanwhile, Misha is just. Swaddling a stray cat that she named Biscuit, she could pay no mind to Wasim. Yeah, and Nicola does not like that Misha is holding the cat. He's like, Misha always holds a cat. Like, I don't, I don't like this. Every cat she sees in the street, she thinks she's the mother of the cat. <laughs> well, she lets the cat go. Cat hangs out with Wasim, right? And Nicola is kind of, um, I don't know if it's because English is his second language, but he's like, Misha, tell him. Tell him what you've seen so far. Misha, tell him what uh, we've done so far. Tell, tell Wasim about the hotel. Tell him about the view. Tell yeah. him. Come on. Tell him. I'm like, oh, okay. Let her tell the story. And then he kind of turns into this complaint and is like, Wasim, you should have seen the room. It was a it was a mess. It was a disaster. Clothes everywhere. I've never seen this. It's like, dude, it's because you've never been with a woman. Yeah, true. With a woman who isn't a fashion. True. Like, yeah, his, I just hate it because he was very negative. All of his issues with Misha, at least seemingly so, are superficial, are surface level things. Yeah. Because I forget what the word he used last episode. Like she's too worldly or what? Like oh. she likes the bar. She likes the, like she's yeah. too worldly. And that's that's his big issue with her. But it's like that's what you're attracted to. Nicola, that's why you you started following her on YouTube was because she was this beautiful woman preaching, right? And and so now you're going to get upset that she has all these clothes. Now you're going to get upset that she spends a long time putting her makeup on. It's a little little hypocritical. It is. Well, May, Wasim's wife, joins, but she didn't say anything. She didn't say one word. She didn't say anything. Right? she was just there. And it's funny because Misha was asking, like, is your wife coming? He's like, no, she's with the kids. Once, one minute later, she joins yeah. and says nothing. She didn't say one word. Uh, but they they talk, Misha, Nicola, and, and Wasim talk about how Nicola hasn't told his family about Misha yet. Kind of, Misha's kind yeah. of a secret. And Wasim's like, oh, Nicola, what could you do to make Misha more comfortable then? And Nicola's like, well, it's not about my family. It's about us. Okay, but the us, one of the people in the us is interested in meeting your family. So it is a little bit about your family. If she wants to meet your family and feel like she's not this secret and feel like you actually love her and are proud of her and want to show her off, then it is about the family. Oh, absolutely. 
So they end up going back to the hotel. Misha changes into some sexy PJs. Nicola's still sitting on the bed with his day clothes on. And, yeah. And, and Misha kind of made a point that he smells, that he's like, you need to, you need to shower, stinky. Yeah. Um, but he, he, she goes, one thing I noticed, you aren't used to having a woman around. You don't hear me a lot of the time. And Misha goes, I want to feel like Nicola is proud and happy that I'm here and that he cares that I'm here. And he's like, well, I, I am and I do. She doesn't believe it. She starts, she starts to cry. And Nicola says the worst thing that you could say in that moment, which is you're too emotional. Oh, Misha, you're too emotional. Yes. And she doesn't, she doesn't like that because Nicola's like, what's your problem? I'm taking you to all these places. Oh boy. And Misha's like, I don't need a fucking tour guide. I'm like, whoa. Anyone could be my tour guide. Yeah. But it's true. Like, Nicola doesn't know how to act around women or how to be in a relationship. Oh, yeah. He's like, what do you want? Hugs? <laughs> what do you want Exa- to do? Exactly, Nicola. Hug you? He's like, you think the problem is always from my side, but there are problems on your side, too. But I stay quiet because I want this to work. I can tell you so many things I don't like. Ten hours makeup, all the messy clothes, but I stay quiet. What are you talking about, dude? You, that's all you complain about. Yeah. Well, now it's coming out. Yeah. That's the problem is like he's let it he's let it just simmer and now it's starting to boil and now he's just spewing it out and that's unhealthy. Yeah. You, you need to communicate as it goes. But you're right. He, he has made many a comment about the disaster that is their hotel room. Yeah, they will not make it. Um, I'm hopeful. I, I, I'm hopeful, but you're probably... No, I, she does need right. someone who shares the same faith as she does, but she needs also someone who, I don't want to say this, is going to come across the wrong way, but she needs someone who lives in the same century as she does. Did you see him at the dance, at the discotheque last episode? Oh, he was loving it. He was, but I think he probably prayed for 15 hours after because he felt guilty. But that was a nice compromise. He was like, okay, we'll go for five minutes. I think they probably shut the place down. It looks I, like it. I think <laughs> he just needs to relax a little bit and then they'll be on the same page. He needs to introduce her to his family and I could see them making it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Could see them making it. Come on. All right. Come on. All right. That's the episode. What an episode. What a wild show this what is. What a wild show. What a wacky and wild show this is. <laughs> Woo. We got it all. Well, we didn't. We didn't get Tyree and Carmela, and we did not get Christian and Cleo. But I'm sure it'll be worth the wait when we see them again. For sure. Okay. Until then, if you guys want more, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Reality. We're also on Supercast. Reality.supercast.com. We're talking the other way over there behind the paywall where it gets extra filthy out of control it's extra filthy all right we also did a a family affair bonus Mm -hmm. where we talked 90 day uk we talked the first episode of 90 day uk and Teresa was drunk on a martini so (laughs) so if you want to see that Family affair level on Patreon. That's what John thinks. No, she was she was behaving herself as much. No, thank you. Oh, behave. <laughs> Shake it, not stead. Other exactly. Other British movie quotes. Um, okay, so that's that's Patreon. That's Supercast. Also on Instagram and Threads at Mary Pod. 
We have fun over there. Message us over there. Follow along over there. Make sure you're following along wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's it's hot. Yes, the beautiful review from Steph. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Steph. Thanks for all the love. Thank you for the love. And if you haven't left a review... Come on, leave a review. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll, we'll read it like we read Steph's. Yes. On the podcast that you're listening to right now, the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. So that is that. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? Too much. You Too always much. do. Especially when you're drinking that martini. Exactly. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.